We're in it. Let's get right to it. WLWT News 5 Today's Daily Dose. Kelly Rippin, Stephen Albritton, Fletcher Keel, and we've got meteorologist Randy Rico joining us this morning because lots of changes have taken place in the last two and a half hours. Yeah. I got into work at 3 a.m. It was 57 degrees. Beautiful. It is currently 37 degrees. That's dumb. Amazing. And that's not counting the winds. Oh, Perfect. yes. The good old wind chill that just takes it feeling a little bit cooler. I mean, the winds were howling after this thing came through, right? Okay. That's what I... We are obviously in a very um, airtight room here <laughs> yeah. that we don't get to see the outdoors, but a lot of people on social media saying, like, oh, holy the cow, winds. this wind. Yes. Yeah. So the winds are going to stick with us. Now, obviously, the worst of it is here this morning right behind that front, but you can expect to have winds 15 to 20 miles an hour sustained through the day and gusts 30, 35 in the, into the afternoon. So when you couple those temperatures that are going to keep falling through about 10 a.m. down to freezing with a 15 and 20 mile an hour wind, Gonna feel like the 20s all day. So yesterday hit 61. It was beautiful. Bye bye. We it's gone. We told everybody to enjoy it. You told them. You told them multiple said, times. Yes. Get out and do it. There are going to be people who are dressed for the 60s <laughs> still today, and they are going to be hating life as we go through <laughs> no. the afternoon. I was super grateful for your heads up yesterday yeah. because I kind of did that. I was like, oh. I can do that on Wednesday. And then I saw your note that was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Wednesday is not going to be what you think it is. And I was glad that you said that because otherwise yeah. I would have looked at the high and low and just, just went kept on my day. Yeah. Right, yeah. The high has already happened. We've moved on. Yeah, if you like look at the Almanac for fun, it'll say 58 or maybe even right. hit 60 at some point before the front came through. Uh, but we've got cold air today. We'll be in the 30s. Tonight we'll drop to the 20s. Tomorrow we're in the 30s as well. The winds aren't quite as much tomorrow. And then we'll get a little warm up on Friday. Okay. And another big drop on Saturday. It's <laughs> <laughs> tossed a little. Like, I'll there. bring you up and then I'll bring you back to Again, yep. December starts tomorrow. Oh. We have to be feeling these temperatures. Absolutely. Point, yeah. So. And th for the next two to three months. You're welcome. That's right. That's we'll great. get a we'll get a day here and there with the sun shining and 60 yeah. degrees and we'll all go outside and then, you know, freeze our butts off the next day. So <laughs> quickly the next day. it happens. All right, Randy, thank you. We'll yep. let you go get ready for your today's show hit as we are getting closer to that hour. Um, Pike County. Finally, um, finally. Uh, we're getting well, I mean, we, we say finally, but we are still it could be a long process could, to get to the finale, I guess. Would be, would absolutely. Be the beginning verdict. of the end, yeah. we're calling it. Um, it has been years since these murders, six years since the murder or 2016. Yeah, um, since the murders. Um, of eight people of the Roden and the Gilly families, uh, months, two and a half months of trial coverage, testimony, evidence, pictures, all of this. It is finally in the jury's hands today. They had the option last night of taking it to jury deliberations. Someone had a conflict. I mean, the, the way that these folks' lives, uh, the jury has been impacted is like a completely different story. But um, we could find out in the very near future the fate of George Wagner IV. He is the first to go on trial. Angela Wagner pleaded guilty. Jake Wagner pleaded guilty. So it's only George and Billy, the father, who will at, at all go on trial. But the jury is now determining whether he was involved directly with this. Mm -hmm. He yeah. is charged with murder. He doesn't have to have pulled a trigger to still be charged with murder in the state of Ohio, which is kind of where people, I think, are getting caught up in all of this. Even if he didn't pull the trigger and the jury feels that he didn't pull the trigger, was he part of the planning, the execution? The, did he even know about it? Did he even know about it? it? Yeah. 
It's a lot. Yeah, so 8.30, it's a 7.17 if you're listening to the podcast, depending on what time you get to it. 8.30 is when the jury will start deliberating, and uh, we've been talking about it all morning. They do have a lot to go through. We'll see how quickly they go through evidence, if they choose to go through a lot of it, a little bit, and then um, the jurors will uh, get to that decision. We're going to be live out there yeah. waiting and waiting and waiting, and as soon as a, a verdict is uh, read, we're going to uh, take it, and we'll have it for you as soon as possible. I hope, I hope Meredith remembered her tent, so <laughs> when she can dip in and out when something comes out. And we've been talking to the jury's not sequestered either, so no. they're able to go home. And uh, on yesterday's show, I was kind of wondering if that might not prolong things, but make things go uh, at a bit of a slower pace than if they were going to be sequestered and away from their lives and society, if they might want to, that might lead to wanting to get a speedier conclusion. And just reminding people, the reason they're not sequestered is because the death penalty is off the table. Mm -hmm. Had that still been on the table, they would have had to have been sequestered. Yeah, I, I guess so, but you also have to think, it's been Ten and a half weeks, eleven weeks of this. Oh, so yeah. I imagine they're also ready to be done with this, but right. they have a huge decision still to make. No, they're not choosing someone's life or death, but um, they they are still making. Freedom, so yeah, very, it's it's, it's a very big deal. So uh, we're gonna get another check of that forecast because again, we know it's changing very drastically. <laughs> and if you're trying to plan out your week at all, uh, you can't hear it enough <laughs> of what the next few days holds. All right, taking a look at the radar this morning, the rain has for the most part moved out. There's a little bit of drizzle left over, but the cold air and the gusty winds are just settling in. And in fact, the temperature is likely to still drop for the next few hours. Currently, most places mid upper 30s will drop down closer to freezing by about 10 a.m. And our winds currently gusting 30 to 40 miles per hour, which means our wind chills are down into the 20s and that is where they'll stay through the day. So bundle up before you head out. Yes. Remember the right jacket. This <laughs> Remember any jacket. I almost yeah, any, any anything with sleeves will help. Yes. Just I, uh, tomorrow, I have a feeling I'm going to roll in here fully bundled. Um, the string of burglaries that you see, this is certainly not a welcome home for these students. No, not one point. Not at all. I mean, you, you go home expecting to come back to see your house and stuff and belongings and the, where you left them. But unfortunately, uh, we've had uh, eight reports um, in and around UC's campus of uh, students' homes being uh, burglarized. One student was actually sleeping when it all happened. Scary situation there. Um, but most of this happened on Seminole and East University. Also, East Corey, Wheeler, and uh, West Clifton were also hit. And the thieves were breaking windows, popping out screens. And we've heard, you know, Xboxes, computers. Um, one guy who's in the military talked about his military coins being gone, something very sentimental um, to him. But thousands of dollars worth of stuff uh, gone uh, in and around the UC area. So now police are saying you got to protect yourself, uh, whether it be cameras, uh, new locks. But uh, it's just a, a bad situation all around. Like they busted through some of those doors, too. And yeah. also some gross stuff left behind that they, you know, were getting sick in their houses. And uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a pretty gnarly story. But yeah, if you're coming back from break and you're like, oh, cool, it was nice to go home for a couple of days. Certainly not what you want to come back to. Uh, let's see. Sorry, I got lost in other uh, conversations. The new, the new top cop, uh, uh, Elliot Isaac, he uh, retired back a few months ago. So uh, Teresa Thiji, she's in the running. She's been the interim chief for now. Uh, now uh, four people are up for the job, and there's going to be forums um, happening uh, for you to go in if you live in the Cincinnati area to find out a little bit more on uh, the people who are trying to get the job. Yep.
They had one last night. One last night. Uh, and actually, right down the street from my house, I was driving and saw another station live from there. I was like, what's going on there? And then mm -hmm. got in and saw that that's where the form was happening. Yeah. Um, and the other one is tonight. It's I in Pleasant Ridge. And then too. tonight, yeah, uh, yeah I believe tonight is the last one at Westwood uh, Westwood Town yeah. Hall. Uh, we've got information on the, the candidates remaining and uh, where uh, the times and location for tonight's over on our website, WLWT.com. These are really important things to attend or at least be clued in on because mm -hmm. I think a lot of people like to complain or talk about how the department's being run or if enough is being done. Well, this is your chance to find out who you think is the best person and voice concerns or ask those people questions yep. and just maybe because your candidate that you would like isn't ended, doesn't end up being the chief in the end, those questions can still come back. You can right. still ask those questions. So two internal candidates, Teresa Thiege, Lisa Davis, who's the assistant police chief, and then two outside candidates. One used to be the police chief in Norfolk and another uh, who was on the Los Angeles Police Department. So mm -hmm. yeah. uh, a good mix there, which is interesting to see. Um, yeah. Two women, uh, one African-American, one white. Uh, Larry Boone was the Norfolk Police Department, black, and uh, Todd Chamberlain from LAPD, a 35-year uh, vet from out there. Also worked in the uh, Los Angeles school system as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but it's important to know that this is a vote. You know, nobody's right. voting on this. The right. city manager, just I believe the city manager, yes, will make a good decision. Yeah, so it's just a good time to ask questions, find out more about these people, and again, just be up to date on what they stand for, their backgrounds, all of that fun stuff. Um, all right, Stephen, Kerry Combs talking today. Yeah, uh, he's the uh, interim coach of right. UC right now, so I'm sure he's getting uh, his interviews as well. But uh, we, we did a little uh, impromptu podcast with the folks from um, on three uh, just to kind of talk about what all goes into a coaching search these days. You know, a few yeah. years back, you know, we've all, all been in sports, all worked in and around sports. You know, it was just you get a new coach, you try to keep the recruits there, go get some new recruits, and that was it. Now you're in a situation with the NIL and the one-time transfer portal where we've already seen at least four recruits, yep. mm -hmm. um, you know, decommit. Um, we're probably going to see some guys jump into the transfer portal. And uh, the next coach is going to have to be somebody who knows the NIL landscape, who can get in, talk to the boosters, talk to the guys who are going to be, you know, giving these contracts out for these players to give, you know, to give money because they're allowed to be paid now. Mm -hmm. Keep those kids. Also keep the recruits or keep the guys on the team on the team and not entering the transfer portal and That's leaving right. somewhere yeah. else. Also keep the recruits that are committed for signing day, which is, I believe, tw 20 days away now, yeah, 21 December days 20, away. This, the early signing, the early signing period December 21st. December 21st. So you can lock those guys in for at least one year then. And then on top of that, you know, be ready for the next signing period. I mean, it's just a lot. Yeah. So juggling 20 balls in the air as opposed to when you used to only have to juggle your, a foot three tied or four. behind your back and right. the other hand, you know, chopped off. And it's there's a lot. so much pressure, social media, like mm -hmm. all of the conversation that goes around these and the pressure in the first year in the Big 12. So that'll be an interesting conversation yeah, as well. Um, and you can hear that uh, that impromptu podcast, so to speak, <laughs> on this feed, uh, the episode posted most recently behind this one. Perfect. Obviously, Team USA advancing. We will talk more about that as we get through the week. I don't think we need to get too much into it today. Exciting I mean, stuff. Just 18 hours ago. Of, yeah. of course, Pulisic <laughs> was the man to send him through. Yeah, Poetry was, almost. What, what a game. I think we were all watching, hoping, nervously, anxiously awaiting for that 99th minute to end. Oh, felt like forever. <laughs> that oh last minute felt like forever. It really did. Because Iran, as they should have, they were pressing. I'm surprised they didn't send the keeper up um, mm -hmm. earlier, honestly. I thought they were, to, yeah. To make an 11-man attack to get that one goal. But uh, Christian Pulisic... 
Uh, had a fantastic goal off of uh, an amazing cross in, but unfortunately he did take a pretty hard knock as he was trying to score there. A, a pelvic contusion is what they're calling it. It, the it didn't look pleasant, and then no. the report came in, and it certainly didn't sound pleasant. No. So sacrificing his body to send the U.S. to the round of 16. Uh, we'll talk more about it, but in case you're plan doing some early planning, that will be 10 a.m. on Saturday. 10 a.m. Saturday. Yeah, I think places wait. will be pretty wild. Mm -hmm. If you want to head up to Oxford, the yeah. brick, if you're a college-age <laughs> student, look like a very good time. Yeah, they were they were going wild. They were they going should. wild, as they should. I need to know if I wear the same jersey again, but I have a new one coming in the mail today. Of course you do. <laughs> so it's like, do I pull out the new gear? We'll, we'll dive into this <sighs> Thursday, Friday. Okay. We've we got time to pick your we outfit. Can. All right, that's all for today's Daily <laughs> Dose. We will be back tomorrow. Help us pick Steven's outfit yeah. and talk more about Team USA and mm -hmm. all of the watch parties that I'm sure will ensue.